Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Burning Questions, uh, the Mississippi Cannabis Industry Podcast. I am Melvin Robinson, and I am the Director of Communications and Media for the Mississippi Cannabis Trade Association. Thanks for coming in. It is another lovely Tuesday night. We have a wonderful guest here tonight. I'm glad you could join us. Always remember, you can watch us on Facebook and YouTube. It's a simulcast every Tuesday at 7 p.m. And this episode and new episodes will be on your streaming services the next day. So that's your Googles, that's your Amazons, that is your Apple, all those things, your Spotify. They That episode will be up on those platforms on Wednesday. Don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube. And also, don't forget to give us a like and follow us on Facebook as well. Also, Twitter. <clears throat> Anything that we do is mscta.org. All right. So, what we're going to do, we're going to pay a couple of bills real quick. And you already know what we're promoting. The Mississippi Cannabis Expo presented by Canal One. The Cannabis Meets Healthcare Expo is going to be taking place July the 7th through the 9th at the Biloxi Gulfport Convention Center. They'll have exhibits, live speaker sessions, networking, giveaways, and more. <clears throat> Again, that's in the Gulf Coast Coliseum and Convention Center, 2350 Beach Boulevard, Biloxi, Mississippi. I've been to Biloxi the most times of my life in the past four months, and I'm going back July the 7th through 9th. If you want to register, you can register at canon1.com. You can also call 833-422-6626 for more information, as well as emailing Maureen at canon1.com. She was actually on our show, on our show late, last week. Shout out to Maureen. Really great interview. Really explained everything that's going on. Also, for my very close and personal friends, I have a coupon code. If you want to go to Canon One and you want to get a little bit off on that, just type in MSCTA 2022 when you register, and you will get that MSCTA benefit. It's a little hot in here. Whew, it's been a hot one today. Also, I will be speaking at MMBC. That is the um, conference that's going to be going on in Biloxi, uh, June the 23rd and 24th. I'm going to be there on the 24th. I am going to be speaking about communications. I'm going to be speaking about media strategies and all that kind of stuff. You can register at mscannabizcon.com and I will see you there. All right, so we have done that and we are going to go ahead and get into our guest. I am going to bring him in now. Boom. All right, and what we always do on Burning Questions, we let our um, guests introduce themselves, so go right ahead. Uh, hello, Melvin. Thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Rich Brown, and I uh, work with a law firm here in town, Cosmich, Simmons, and Brown. Uh, happy to be here this evening. Hey, happy to have you. Uh, me and Rich, we're great friends. We see each other all the time, uh, have dinners and everything together. Just, you know, letting people know that we are, we do know each other. We are friends and everything like this. So this is not a, oh man, they're just picking, nah, like Rich <laughs> is working in the cannabis space through his uh, law firm. And I'm really glad to have you on and thank you for coming on, Rich. Again, thank you for having me. So explain to the people uh, what exactly is uh, your law firm, how long you've been around, just background stuff like that. Sure. Uh 
You know, actually, our firm, we just celebrated our 20th year anniversary here at Cosmic Simmons and Brown uh, just this past May. Uh, can't believe it's already been 20 years, but uh, where do the years go, right? Um, you know, we started our firm primarily providing services in toxic tort and product liability litigation, uh, as well as some insurance defense. Uh, but over the years and decades, we've expanded our offerings in a lot of other areas. Uh, and more recently, uh, that includes uh, in the cannabis space. I think that, uh, you know, one focus, uh, you know, one area of focus for us is providing uh, advice and, and legal solutions to a lot of the startup cannabis companies uh, that are either coming here to town or are just starting here in Mississippi. And so for the cultivators, the processors, the dispensary owners and the like, uh, we want to help clients navigate this regulatory landscape, um, including helping and advising with licensing and zoning and corporate structuring and, uh, you know, labor and, and, and maybe even uh, compliance to name a few. That's, that's who we are. And uh, we've got a team uh, of, of three lawyers now that are dedicated to uh, the cannabis space. So uh, I'll give a shout out to uh, Claire Millette in my office, who uh, really has uh, taken a deep dive into uh, the, the regulations and, and the Cannabis Act, uh, as well as uh, Jerry Warshall, um, who also uh, uh, helps us on uh, corporate structuring and, and some of the uh, transactional type of uh, uh, areas of the law. And then uh, myself, who uh, covers a, a number of areas as well. So uh, we're excited uh, that it's here. We're excited that Mississippi has a program. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And how did you decide to get involved in the cannabis industry here? You know, uh, we kind of got involved uh, just just slowly. Uh, uh, knew a friend that, uh, uh, that I would regularly meet out for, for lunch periodically and, and uh, you know, she got involved in uh, investing in a cannabis company that was coming to town when the ballot initiative passed and, you know, kind of looped me in there, uh, you know, for investment opportunities. But uh, it turned out to be a lot more than that. You know, uh, uh, later down the road, I just uh, had an interest in uh, seeing this as something new to the industry, uh, new to Mississippi, and uh, just wanted to uh, jump on it. Oh, yeah. And you've been doing law in Mississippi, you know, for at least 20 years now with your business and everything. So, you know how that regulatory process can go and everything like that. And, you know, making sure people have legal representation is very important. You know, I think it is important. And and in, in this space, it seems that regulatory compliance is king. And so, uh, you know, we want to help uh, small businesses, large businesses alike to avoid costly mistakes. Uh, this is going to be a highly regulated market. And uh, that uh, I think you've read it as well that uh, the Cannabis Act, as well as the regs, are extremely dense. Oh, yeah, they, they are. They are. Uh, I had to sit down uh, with those 68 pages for the cultivation recently. And I was like, oh, this is a lot. But, you know, we had to get it done and had to make sure we we knew how the program was going. So now, June 1st, applications have been submitted for different businesses. Uh, different practitioners are getting uh, certified to be able to 
write recommendations and everything. Um, what have you been hearing on your end about how everything has been going so far? Yeah, so far. So we've, you know, we, we've known, uh, uh, we've had some, a client and, and known others uh, that have submitted their applications, uh, like you said, on June 1st, June 2nd. You know, I haven't heard anything specifically that is uh, frustrating the process. I've heard that the application process is moving along, uh, you know, but but I have heard, you know, I have heard that once you submit your application uh, and, and pay your fee, that the department has been, uh, and I'll use this in quotations, good about contacting you about a short list of either items that uh, they need clarification on uh, or uh, there may be additional missing items uh, for you to send in. And, and I say that, I mean, that's good to let you know that, but you know, that, that does come with some, some cautions and some warnings, uh, you know, that, that I would give to, you, you know, give to clients, um, you, you know, and, and that would be take this application uh, serious, uh, the process, take the process seriously and be as complete as possible and uh, on the front end, because, you know, w once you submit that application, pay your fee and the department schedules a call with you uh, requesting clarification on something in your application or requesting additional information, you only have five days to get that turned around. Um, if you don't, you know, your application could be rejected and, and you could lose your application fee. So, you know, depending on what it is, five days really isn't a lot of time together and submit missing items, you know, for your application. Uh, so, you know, especially for, you know, smaller growers that, you, you know, that maybe haven't had a chance to read the regs or interpret the regs, I, I do highly encourage you you seek some professional advice and, and make sure you get a, you know, complete understanding of, of, of what all you need to submit because it's, it's expensive. It's expensive, but it does seem like the department of health is going along, is getting things done in a timely manner. Uh, we've talked to some of our members who have called us about certain items and we made things clear for them as well. And, you know, uh, Department of Health has been great. A big shout out to Chris Jones. Um, she's been doing a great job so far. Uh, I'm really happy that the Department of Health is doing such a great job. The Department of Revenue, they're doing a great job as well, uh, sending out different um, materials people would need and everything that we're actually adding to Mississippi, uh, the Mississippi Cannabis Trade Association website, mscta.org. You can go there under the resources panel. You'll see um, forms different things you will need and you can actually go there instead of uh, having to dig through the department of health or the department of revenues website and it's right there we keep it updated uh we send out an email blast so you can also subscribe to the e well to the website as well and you'll get those email blasts whenever we uh come back and everything all right so rich mmca we got the bill 400 plus page bill and everything uh, we've been telling people the whole time, like, hey, it's not perfect, but it's good, and we got a bill. That's great. Um, what's some things that you like about the bill? Well, I mean, you know, I guess from the outset, I like the fact that we've got a program. <laughs> you know, just uh, I think that that was, uh, 
you know, uh, something that I think if you would have asked a lot of people, uh, you know, just a couple of years ago, I don't think that they would have thought something, you know, like this would have, would have passed. And, you know, I think it's really, uh, a testament to, you know, uh, uh, a lot of different people, a lot of different groups kind of coming together, uh, on getting us a bill, uh, for patients, right? I mean, at the end of the day, this is all for people that qualify, uh, for medical marijuana. Uh, they've got debilitating, uh, 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 you know, injury disease, uh, and, you know, cannabis can, can help relieve those symptoms, relieve some of the pain. Um, and so I think it's, it's really good for them. I think that, you, you know, um, I, I was kind of happy to see the program, first of all, come, come, come online. And, and now, uh, I'm excited to see, you know, the, uh, licenses kind of start to, uh, us navigate through that and work smoothly through that. I think that, you know, once we get this program up and up and standing, I think there's a lot of, you know, other things that people would like to see, uh, come to fruition, you know, at uh, some point in time. Oh yeah. And you know, while we're on there, Hey, the legislative session is right around the corner. I know people might be thinking January is a long time from now, but it's really not. What's something that you would like to see in, uh, the next version of the bill to be included? Yeah, I think that, you know, one, one thing that would be helpful to, to a lot of patients out there are the, is the, the home delivery, mm. uh, service. Um, you know, I, I, I know it is in, in other States, um, you know, with some, with some good, good results. I think that that is an area that, uh, you know, would be a, certainly appreciated by, by those patients that, you know, again, may, may not want to find themselves or may be too sick to, you know, drive far away, drive a great distance to, to stand in a line at a dispensary or, you, you know, or, or just really too sick and not feeling like they can move around. I mean, you know, drive throughs or, or home delivery. I just think that that is, you know, uh, that, that convenience, that added convenience is something that, you know, I would like to see, you know, hopefully come around, um, in, in the next six months or a year, or, or maybe even like you said, when, when the legislature gets together again. Yeah. And I think that's really important because, you know, we think mm -hmm. of Mississippi and you have so many places that has limited access to, uh, healthcare, limited access to pain management and everything like that. So, you know, you might have, you know, elderly people or people that just aren't as mobile that they would need a delivery service or something like that. So I definitely think that is something that could be put in consideration. And another thing you said was a like curbside pickup. You know, you might have someone, Hey, I can't walk into a dispensary right now, but I need to get my medicine. I drove here and you know, we can do something like that. So I definitely think, that the program will evolve, uh, you know, that comes around. And I think a lot more people will understand certain things once we actually uh, get into more of the actual program. But yeah. Um, again, I'd say, I'd say, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'd say the other, the other thing too, you know, I'm, I'm hoping will, you know, you know how this is. I mean, this is, this is something new that's come in here to Mississippi and we're going to all navigate it together you know, here. And I think that there will be, 
you know, more clarity that comes from it um, as we navigate the application process. But, you know, I think one area, too, that I hope to hope that there will be some clarity on and that some of these, you know, hidden costs, hidden fees that are, you know, part of this process. I think just a lot of people need to know and appreciate that, um, you know, there's you know, it, it, it costs you money to get a cultivation up, to get a, a processing unit up. It, it costs you money to get a dispensary up, right? It's, it's, uh, it's something that needs, you know, you need to put a lot of thought into and consideration into and certainly evaluate, you know, your financial position on, on a lot of this because uh, it's not cheap and there's protocols and procedures. And again, it's, it's a regulated market. So, you know, things are going to cost you. You need plans in place, right? You, we, we've seen those regs and you need an operational plan and you need, you, you know, uh, uh, standards that you may need drafted. You need uh, an IT plan. You need a security plan. You need accounting services, maybe some legal services, right? There's all kind of little fees uh, that come in there for permits and things like that. So I hope, you know, as we go through this process that, you know, some of that will become a little more, uh, uh, transparent, you know, on some of the fees. Yeah, because I think a lot of people, they just, you know, and one of the things we have, we actually have the fees on our website. Uh, we actually have someone in the comments asking, you know, how much would this stuff cost? We have the fees on our website uh, at mscta.org on the resources. You'll see the application and licensing fees. But, uh, you know, I, I am under the assumption that a lot of people assume, well, not, I don't want to say a lot of people, but there are a number of people who assume that, okay, licensing fee, application fee, that's it. Like, that's no, right. you actually have a lot more right. that you have to set up in that way. You, you really do. And, um, you know, it, it may be, like I said, some of the costs may be minimal or modest, uh, uh, you, you know, like applying to, uh, applying for a, uh, you, you know, permit here or there, but some can cost you a little bit more money. I mean, you may have to, you know, get a survey done. Uh, to prove that you meet the distance requirements. For example, you may have to pay someone to just draft your standard operating procedures. You may have to pay someone to set up your security, uh, you know, someone to help educate you on, you know, your, your, your seed to sale tracking system you may, that you're going to have to implement. Uh, there's hardware cost in, in IT. So, and, and again, accounting fees, legal fees. So, you know, you're, you're right. There's more to it than just that application fee and your uh, and your license fee. And so, you know, again, I think, you know, that'll come become apparent, you know, as we as we navigate this together and go on. But, you know, people need to realize that, uh, you know, there there are some fees there. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And uh, this isn't the only state y'all are working in the cannabis space in, correct? Uh, that's right. Uh, we're also doing a little bit of work uh, in Missouri. Okay. as well. And, you know, uh, like, like with, you know, with other states, uh, you know, some states uh, start off with a medical program. Uh, it seems to go, you know, very well. Uh, and, and some states, uh, you know, kind of move in the direction of going adult use or recreational. And uh, Missouri is a state that looks like that they're making that uh, transition or at least putting it on the ballot initiative uh, to become a, uh, an adult use state. Mm, okay. Okay. I'm sure that will be a, uh, a whole new can of worms that's going to be open for y'all. Yes. Uh, looking forward to seeing what that, uh, process looks like. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, um, boom. You want to see more delivery and everything uh, with the um, program and everything like that. What is your outlook for the first, let's say, the first two years of the program? Just yours, not like a professional thing, but you, you know, been in it, dealing with compliance, talking to people on the legal side. You know, you have a three-person team that's dealing with this. What do you think the first two years of the program is going to look like in Mississippi? Um, you know, I, ho- I hope that, uh, you, you know, that there becomes a little, uh, uh, you, you know, more, uh, I'll say, continuity, maybe relaxing of some of the, the regulations um, in certain areas. You, you know, I, I think at first, again, we're excited to have a medical program. But I think that, you know, for certain business owners, you know, I think that they, they may want to see relaxing of some of the uh, advertising, for example, and, and, and those kind of regs, um, you, you know, again, home delivery systems. I think that there's just a number of areas that I think that if we if we got a good program over the next six months and it, 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 it's starting to run or it looks like there's very few hiccups in the program, then, then maybe some of the regs could be relaxed a little bit in, in certain areas. Uh, and I guess that's, that's what I'd want to see. I think that, you know, um, I think that the first six months anyway, and maybe even a year will be a, will be likely a trial run because one thing that we've learned through the process is nothing happens quick. And, uh, you, you know, there are likely to be some, you know, some delays on, on rollout and, and, uh, ramp up and, things like that. So, um, you know, next six months to, to a year is just getting the program, uh, getting legs under it and getting people their licenses and letting people grow and dispense and letting patients, you know, get their medicine. And I think that that is, is kind of first and foremost. And then, you know, if that rolls out well, then let's, let's see about, you know, making an improved program and, and putting it on the Medical Cannabis Act 2.0 and, and let's, let's bring it to another level. How long do you think? Well, no, I'm not going to ask that question. I'm not going to ask that question because I have my own thoughts on that. But we'll, we'll talk about that offline. But Rich, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Melvin. I, I appreciate it, and uh, you know, good luck with everything. And and I'll see you here in a few days, maybe at the uh, MMBC conference. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. You're going to be there for uh, Kaiser Simmons and Brown. I'm going to be there for. The Mississippi Cannabis Trade Association. And also, thank you for being a member. Uh, Kaiser Simmons and Brown is a platinum member of the Mississippi Cannabis Trade Association. If you would like to be a member of the Mississippi Cannabis Trade Association, just contact us at memberships at mscta.org. We'll get you a packet. We'll get you all your membership info that you need. And we'll welcome you on in. Like family, uh, you'll get a neat uh, MSCTA badge right here that we do. We still got to get y'all y'all badge. <laughs> That's yes. right. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be looking. I'll be looking forward to that badge. I want that badge. <laughs> but no, but I want to thank you too because you know y'all y'all are providing uh, good good resources and and again you know as I see this evolve like you do and and uh, man there's something changing in this space you know week to week and uh, new people coming in and I think that you guys are doing a good job on your outreach and you know, just informing and educating people because that's that's really the key uh, in this space right now. Hey, I appreciate it, Rich. Thank you so much.
All right. Thank you, Melvin. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Burning Questions. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. You can follow us on Facebook every Tuesday, 7 p.m. We go live. It is a simulcast on Facebook and YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe as well. Also, this episode will be on all streaming DSP, well, all DSPs, all of your favorite DSPs, the next, the following day. So on Wednesday, when you wake up and you, you might miss that simulcast, but you want to listen to it, you can go to Google, you can go to Amazon, you can go to Apple, you can go to Spotify, all those, and listen to these as well. Also, don't forget, visit mscta.org for all information that you need. We have forums for businesses. We have regulations there. We have everything you will need about the program the mississippi medical cannabis act program right there one simple spot mscta.org also don't forget grow generation they are still hiring you can go to growgeneration.com slash careers they are one of they are actually uh the largest hydroponic supplier in the country with 63 retail and distribution centers they carry and sell thousands of products such as organic nutrients and soils advanced lighting technology it's state-of-the-art hydroponic equipment used by commercial and home growers. Uh, they are located in Jackson, Mississippi on, Indu- on Industrial Drive. And uh, that is actually, I am getting the four, 4251 Industrial Drive. And they will be opening June 27, 2022. That is the date they are opening. Just a little bit uh, less than a week away, they will be opening their doors. So if you need any kind of hydroponic supplies for your grow, you can go there. All right. Again, thank you all for watching. Thank you to Rich. I am Melvin Robson, Director of Comms and Media for the Mississippi Cannabis Trade Association. And we will see you another time. Thank you, Melvin. <laughs>